0: hear us through your airpods or see us on your laptop how about meeting us in real life because we're taking queer money on the road this summer and fall visit queermoneypodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood where's the most affordable lgbtq plus friendly city in new york
1: You're listening to Queer Money, episode number 419. Today, we're sharing the most affordable
0: LGBTQ plus friendly city in the state of New York. Let's get on to the show. The mission of Queer Money is to financially empower the LGBTQ plus community. Join us in thanking Capital One for supporting that mission.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Queer Money Podcast. Uh, As a quick refresher, last week for our own edification, we reviewed the metrics that we're using to figure out the most affordable LGBTQ plus friendly city in each state. This week, we want to tackle some of the negative comments that we've gotten on social media uh, throughout this series.
0: And Uh, I I will add this. I think that some of these comments do show some people's privilege shining through.
1: Yeah, and their own, um, well, judgment. Judgmentalness. Is that a word? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is to be clear, we're open to constructive feedback. If if we've portrayed something or actually said something incorrectly or inaccurately, or if you have a little bit more understanding of the boots on the ground experience in some of these cities that's not being reflected in the numbers, by all means, you know, we, we want the dialogue. Uh, we're definitely trying to help people find ideal places to live that's both friendly as well as affordable. But some of the comments we've gotten have just been um, I don't know, kind of snide and almost like derogatory. So those really don't actually um, affect our analysis uh, or even change our opinion on our analysis. So um, provide more fruitful responses. So some of the more hateful responses, I guess we've gotten, uh, one was uh, gay people don't live in Salt Lake City. Stop trying to make it a thing. (laughs) Well, as two people who have been to Salt Lake City a couple of times and have talked to, met, and seen LGBTQ plus people, we want to make it clear that LGBTQ plus people do in fact live in Salt Lake City and actually throughout the entire state of Utah. Um, In fact, Salt Lake City itself has the highest, highest density of LGBTQ plus people per capita for cities with fewer than 1 million people and more than 250 thousand
0: people so we did our homework about silent city <laughs> somebody <laughs> else might not have <laughs> i
1: know right um the other comment we got once was uh this was on youtube wyoming seriously uh well the last time we did a geography or a civics course the <laughs> we were told that wyoming was still a state that might have changed <laughs> it's been a, a couple of days since we've added, actually been in a, a school but um Wyoming is still a still state, state as far as we know since we're doing state. a 50 state analysis to make it comprehensive, we are actually, we did actually include Wyoming. Um another comment we got was skip Texas. Gay people can't live there. While that may be true, and we understand the sentiment, uh, queer people do, in fact, live in Texas. Again, we've been there and we've met people. (laughs) Uh, We actually have a very good friend and colleague who lives in Texas uh, with his husband, and they have several friends who are LGBTQ+. Um, And to be clear, according to the most recent US census, roughly 1.8 million LGBTQ plus people live in Texas. And also, according to the most recent US census, that comes out to nearly 10% of the LGBTQ plus population. So unless you want to disenfranchise nearly 10% of the LGBTQ plus community, we need to acknowledge and can't judge why LGBTQ plus people live in Texas.
0: Yeah. And actually Austin is a great city for LGBTQ people, as well as what we've heard of Houston and Dallas are too. Um, one other comment, pretty graphic here, but they said, fuck Laramie, it's racist. And although that may be true, um, What we are doing is a city analysis based on LGBTQ plus friendliness and affordability. And uh, so we understand that there are racist people who live in Laramie. There are also racist people who live in New York City and San Francisco and Chicago and all of the other cities that people may be telling us are the best places to live for queer people. We do have to understand that um, this is a 50-state analysis, so we do need to pick state cities in those states, and the reality is, is that we, as a community, oftentimes focus our best uh, to live in places on things like nightlife and the party scene. And not all of us are looking for that. Not everyone is looking to uh, to dance the night away on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. Some people live in certain states because they can afford to live there, because the taxes are lower, and they are able to find an, uh, a very affirming and supportive LGBT community. But so, they
1: also may be there because of familial responsibilities. They might be taking care of somebody. I mean, there are innumerable reasons why people will live in states that some of us would be aghast at thinking that LGBTQ plus people would live in.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Sorry, I stepped on your
0: toes. No, there. no, that's that. That's okay. <laughs> so, what we would love to hear is some of your positive comments. What are your What are your thoughts on what we're doing? We have gotten a few. A couple a couple of comments have been things like "Thank you for doing this." Uh, some comments about um, "Here's another gay bar in this particular city that you left off the list." Those kinds of things are constructive and help uh, us, not just us as podcast hosts, but help us as a community because other people are reading those comments and understand that there might be some value you in these places that we're overlooking.
1: Right. And again, if we're making any mistakes, or if you have a more personable experience from these cities that we're talking about, of course, please share that. We want to be completely open and providing people the resources they need to make the best decisions for them. So moving right along, we are talking about New York. (laughs) And as we alluded to last week, the winner actually is not New York City. It (laughs) might be because New York City is unaffordable. (laughs) and.
0: (laughs) If we're going to drop an F-MOM, it's fucking expensive in New York City. Exactly.
1: So the runner-up for New York State is... Yonkers, (laughs) Yonkers <laughs> which actually
0: is a suburb of the larger New York City uh, metropolitan area exactly so Yonkers got a one
1: uh, is one of the three cities in New York state to get a 100 on the human rights campaign municipal equality index it's tied for number 1 for the highest median and average incomes at 70,000 and 99,000 respectively and that average 99,000 is actually the highest on our list so far to date um so that that income definitely helps. Uh, The cost of living, however, is the second highest in the state at 176.7%. So that's a little bit concerning. Home values, though, are the bottom half at $596,000 on average per property. Of course, that affordability there is relative. Okay, We're not talking about Alabama or Louisiana, right? Um, And rent is also at the bottom half for the state at $2,314 on average per month per two-bedroom, two-bathroom units. Yeah,
0: which both of those, to be clear, are are well well above the national average for home values and rent. Right, right? so it's pretty. It's still a pretty expensive place in Yonkers, even though it's on the lower end uh, when it comes for New York State. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Tired of all the credit card offers you get from your current credit scoring app? Download CreditWise by Capital One today to avoid them. So, who's the winner? The winner is. Rochester, yay! And, uh, a lot of people may say Rochester, but here let it hear us out. Here's some some good reasons. It actually was one of the other cities that did get a 100 on the uh, municipal equality index. The average incomes are on the lower end, uh, um, at 72,000, and median is actually the last in the state for the cities that we analyzed at 55,000. Get this, it's cost of living. Is at seventy nine point one percent of the national average. It is one of the lowest cost of living state cities in the state of New York, especially compared to New York City. And even if you compare it to Yonkers, it's <laughs> one. Yeah, it's it's less than half of what it costs to live in uh, in Yonkers in Rochester. The home values are towards the bottom end at 212000 And the rents are also towards the bottom at one uh, $1,366. Now, both of those are well below the national average. So if you're wanting to move to the state of New York or to a different place in New York, this may be a spotlight for you. And there's also some other reasons why.
1: Some other reasons to consider Rochester as your gay friendly home mm-hmm. is it's the third largest city in New York state. Again, it's just on the outskirts of New York city. Um, it's just also off the Finger Lakes region of and uh, Lake Ontario. So you have some nature nearby if you're more of a nature-y kind of person. Uh, Park Avenue corridor of Rochester's downtown is the gay area with dining, drinking, entertainment, historic sites, museums, galleries, shopping, theaters, and more. Many gay and lesbian groups throughout the the city that have events all year round and Pride is typically the second week in July, this year it's July 15th, so as to not compete with New York City Pride, so you can actually do both if you wanted to, one is maybe a little bit more affordable than the other
0: So congratulations Yonkers and Rochester and that's our show for today, thank you
1: financial independence with a checking and savings account that doesn't nickel and dime you with fees. Get a Capital One 360 checking or a 360 performance savings account at Capital One today. Thank you for listening to another episode of Queer Money. On next Thursday's Queer Money, we're covering the most affordable LGBTQ plus friendly city in New Mexico.
0: Right. So if you'd like to see the results of all the cities that we're analyzing in every single state, go to queermoneypodcast.com forward slash cities and or click the link in your podcast player or this YouTube video for our growing analysis. Thanks, and have a great week.
1: From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road.